Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into your casual entertainment conversation, the weekly show where we bring a big topic about entertainment and discuss it with you. As always, I'm joined with the movie man himself, Sam Ross. Sam, how you doing? I'm doing very well, Nick. I'm home for the weekend. It's been been fun being back so far, just chilling in Westchester, hanging with my parents. Maddie's home as well, so that's been nice. Yeah. Um, great to see her. And, you know, just I'm looking forward to getting into the show, man. How are you doing? Dude, I've been doing great. Tell, 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 us, tell us your Dunkin' Donuts tale. Sure, absolutely. I went to Dunkin' Donuts today. I was feeling myself. I uh, woke up a little bit late this morning because I was up to, like, 4 a.m. watching Survivor. We'll get about. We'll get into that later. Um, but I go and, you know, I'm just hanging out, having a good time, walk in, getting ready for the show, looking over what we're doing for the day, stuff like that. Walk in, and you know, this. there's a cute girl at the counter. I'm like, hey, what's up? And she's really like, hey, what's up? And she's she's like, you know, like when a person, I, I, I know I've already told you this, but you know when a person's like looking at you, and it's not just like, hey, I'm looking at you because you're a customer, but it's like you're like doing stuff, and then you're like taking a peek at someone, and then you're like going back to it so, so they don't notice or whatever. She's doing that sort of thing, and I'm like, oh, okay, we're vibing ourselves, we're feeling ourselves. I go, uh, I ordered a coffee and a chocolate frosted donut with sprinkles. I uh, go grab the bag, and uh, it was a little bit heavier. I'm like, oh no, what we got here? Opened it up, two donuts. I come home, Jake Frasinelli, host of like three, four, five shows at this point. I don't know what he's doing. He goes and he's like, oh, bro, bro, that's not like, I want Dunkin' Donuts so bad right now. And I'm like, you're going to have this extra donut. And then he's just like, I don't want it. And then right before the show started up, he goes, Nick, I'm having the extra donut. I'm like, okay, buddy. So all worked out in the end. We're feeling good. Life is good. I, will I be back there every Saturday and potentially get that girl's phone number? Maybe. We'll see. It's Life is life. Um, right now, I'm rocking like this like hoodie that is almost the same color as my shirt. But this is like a gray and this is a blue and it just looks weird. So I'm just going to zip this up. Um, there you go. But yeah, we got a hell of a show for today. On the docket, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. We're going to talk about a very, very fun, special, insane WandaVision. And I'm giving my full Bridgerton review. And uh, and we can talk about you uh, watching the first episode of Bridgerton. So it's an exciting day. We're having a good time. I just noticed that we're live and like all the mics are working well and oh my god, it's gonna be a good day. I'm making sure that oh also I have like a hot seat question to ask you at the end. Um Perfect. Yeah, j- just just to elongate the show a little bit. With all that being said, if you like this, go over to Spotify or YouTube, follow both of those pages, casual gaming not gaming casual entertainment conversation on spotify and devon's island we do all our podcasts on the devon's island page on youtube so if you like us check out this show check out all of our backlog that's all up there and if you're like man i really like this but i also i like other topics and such go to the gaming conversation if you're into gaming and if you're just into life stuff go to the devon's island podcast both spotify pages are up right now Sam, before we hop into just the entire day, you're on Spotify now. We never really got to talk about that. It's cool, man. It's really cool. I went and listened to a couple episodes this week, and you know, kind of hearing yourself on there is, is a is a bit crazy at first. You're like, wow, like I'm on because it seems so exclusive. And yeah. you know, you know, we I don't know. I never look at myself as like a content producer. 
until mm-hmm. it's a until a moment like that, you know, since we've been doing this show. Yeah. And so it was cool. It's very cool. You know, I applaud the work you've been putting in, getting us in that position, and you know, yeah. doing everything to get us on the platform. So it's very, very cool, man. Props to you. Thanks, thanks. Uh, yeah, we're we're looking on the next goal is to get us on Apple Music. Um, the numbers are great on this show and the podcast. So if you really want to go and help us out, go and follow the Casual Gaming Conversation on Spotify. Um, but the follows on both of these shows are astronomical and weekly i have a new person now which the coolest part is a new person or a couple new people going and saying hey i love this and i watch almost everything you do now and it's awesome and i'm like i rather have seven or eight people that are like i freaking love what you do than have three or four people oh then have 50 people that are like oh yeah i tuned into an episode and it was great so like sure the numbers are a little bit lower than they used to be, but the audience that comes in week in and week out has been phenomenal. And like, I'll never forget, uh, I'm streaming some guitar uh, about 20 minutes before I go and stream video games. I like to play some guitar, puts me in the right headspace, stuff like that. And in my Instagram chat, I go and just see like two people be like, "Hey." When is uh, the Nemazon podcast going up today? Is it supposed to go up today? And I'm like. Yes, it is. I'm just being lazy, basically. But, like, that's cool that you have your, like, mindset to be like, I want this content now. And that's been really, really awesome. And to hear people be like, yeah, I'm telling other people about your stuff. I'm like, dude, join the family. Like, this is this is what it's all about. We really do uh, take care and love the people that really watch us. And the coolest part is those people are the people that I'm like, I want you on the podcast. I want to do topics with you. I want you, you're as much a part of this as I'm a part of this. We're, we really are like so base level that we're allowed to have fun. And it's, it's the perfect mix of like, Hey, I think that you're extremely talented too. And let's talk about you. And then also, Hey, you're just an awesome, funny guy or girl. And I, I really want you on the one that we shot last night with, uh, Jordan, Christine Caraway. Uh, she does TikTok down here. Yeah. Uh, she's All known. That. She's known for uh, uh, funny enough. She like got big for a pink Among Us cosplay, and like she like blew up because of it. Oh really? Yeah, she like gained over a hundred thousand followers. A hundred thousand followers due to just that cosplay, and um, but we're having her on, and like that's what she's known for. But we didn't like interview her too much. We just had a great, stupid, fun conversation, and I yeah. kid you not. Like, that's, uh, it's always fun having the conversation of, hey, what should I listen to? What do you do? Like, stuff like that. That is going to now be the podcast that I point to for the Nemazon podcast, where I'm like, yeah, we sometimes bring guests on. This one's awesome. We brought on this great guest, and she, we just were laughing our asses off the entire time. And that's what that show's all about. Um, Sam, now that we got yes. all of that out of the way, what have you been watching? Well, like I said, we're, you know, at the beginning of the show, we're WandaVision. I watched the first episode of Bridgerton last night uh, with Maddie. She kind of, kind of, I was actually watching it with her and her mom, which was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it was fun. It was a good time and definitely interested to hear what you have to say, hear a recap of the show because I enjoyed the episode, but I'm not going to watch I'm not going to watch the whole show. So I kind of, I have a, Maddie gave me a synopsis of some of the main points. Uh, I'd still like to hear the more in-depth, you know, side that you're going to bring. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I watched Gone Girl 
for the first time. Oh, what do you think about that? Over the week. Really, really good. I'm a huge fan of Fincher, which is surprising that I had took took me forever to watch it. But I'm very hot and cold on Ben Affleck. Yeah. And he he did great. He crushed that. Rosamund Pike killed it. Should have won Best Supporting Act or Best Lead Actress. Um and uh, oh, I watched um, Boogie Nights. If you really, heard of it. yeah, I know. Like, Boogie Nights. Yeah, you're a Boston boy. You, yeah, you, you know Marky Mark's <laughs> first movie. Really, really good. Yeah, uh, that probably was one of the most impressive movies I've seen in a in a while. And I really, uh, I'm a huge. I, like, I don't know. I guess sometimes my praise probably sounds a little like how because I'm always like, oh, this is my guy. This is my favorite director. But like. You know, Paul Thomas Anderson is one of my favorite directors. Like he, yeah. or I mean, was somebody I respect a lot. And I'd never seen uh, Boogie Nights. And you know, I like There Will Be Blood. I like you know, The Master. Some of his you know, hot movies that he's made. But I don't love them. But Boogie Nights, I loved. That movie was legit. Dude, very very cool. Like we we've already discussed this. I'm gonna be up there. And we're gonna do some content together in uh in uh, uh, not August April, dude. If we could just sit down and watch like three movies and just have a good time, let's just do that. Cause I miss watching movies with you, man. It's it's so too, much fun. Man. Um, but yeah, that's I I just still can't believe how well plans are working out in general with that. Um, but going yep. and continuing on, what I've been watching, uh, you're you're done, right? With what you've been watching, yep. Bo- Boogie Nights. Phenomenal. Yes, I think I was 16 years old when my dad showed me that movie. Um, and it was yeah. one of those moments where it was just like, hey. Eric. Yeah. Eric Diggler. Dude, my, my that's one that my dad was like, hey. Okay, we're, we're being cool, dad, for a moment uh, here. I'm going to show you Boogie Nights. Um, it, we watched it on yep. TV or something, well, like on HBO. And he's just like, oh, didn't. Uh, but like, we're, we're down with it. And yeah. But great movie. Super fun movie. Um. This week, I I watched uh, a movie called Baby Driver again, and man, what a great movie, and how sad is it that uh, we have to even have the conversation about um, Kevin Spacey. Like, it just sucks, where, where you're like, damn, he's so freaking good in this movie, but John... It's so, it's so disappointing. Yeah, it really is. Um... And then also with uh, the other guy, the guy from Fallen Our Stars and everything, with his... Uh, uh, Ansel Elgort. Yeah, with, with his... Like, like, he's in one of those odd situations where it's like, yeah, like, he was, like, 20 and she was, like, 17 sort of deals. And, but, like, that's one of the things that his name just gets dragged through the mud due to the fact that that was the case, you know? Um, and for those who... like that's I sometimes one of those... forget. I sometimes forget... Uh... How loaded that cast was! John Bernthal, Walking right. Dead, uh, Jamie Fox, freaking yep. incredible. Ham, uh, yep. it, John Ham, John Ham. Yeah, like, are you freaking kidding me? This cast is loaded. Um, and it's it's one of those movies that I like. It's we'll we'll get into it with the Bridgerton review, but talk about like just popcorn like food. That's like one of those movies that's like 
good popcorn flicks where it's like actually like a phenomenal cast and actually like a really good movie but it's like a safety blanket where like i know i'm gonna laugh i know i'm gonna watch some cool action pieces yep. the driving's the best in any movie ever great great music and soundtrack yeah as uh, always uh, that that soundtrack it, it's really interesting because it doesn't the the comparison I want to make is 2014's Guardians of the Galaxy and then 2017 yeah. the same year that Baby Driver came out Guardians 2 where it's like I felt like Guardians scratched an itch a lot more for me where it was like oh my god like the chain like yeah ain't no mountain high enough closing out Guardians 1 like like come and get your love these songs are like yep. actually things that my dad played making waffles on a Saturday morning and I I'm like oh I'm here for this with Baby Driver, it wasn't those songs. Like it was, yep. it was too out there, and I kind of wished that they reined it in a little bit more and like spent a little bit more of the budget on the tunes, due to the fact that I'm like, yes, the bell bottom scene to start out that movie is one of the greatest openings of all time. With that being said, yep. I think it could have been a little bit. Uh, or every so every sequence after, mm-hmm. I'm like. Imagine if, like, uh, I know that they went a little bit older here, but imagine if, like, I don't know, Detroit Rock City by Kiss, like, a, a classic 90s, like, rock and roll song was playing, where it's like, oh, this hits way hard. Imagine if, like, Foreplay Long Time by Boston, like, like something that was, like, I didn't know I needed this, but damn it, I needed right. this. And I feel like that's the yeah. case with a lot of the... Uh, music choices in a movie like Guardians and Guardians 2, like, the chain, it would, not only for, uh, like, nostalgia and Fleetwood Mac purposes, but, like, the thematic resemblance of, like, yeah, this family breaking up like Fleetwood Mac was breaking up, um, and then to go and have, like, Baby Driver over here where it's just like, man, I, like, this just isn't hitting as hard, and, but I still love the music in that movie, it's still great. As always, I'm watching uh, Survivor, um, and then the challenge. We just finished one of the like most hyped scenes in the challenge, uh, which is a more reality TV, as you know, um, where there was a decision where this guy, he's a five-time champion of the challenge. He's partnered up with this girl who's a one-time champion, but she kind of like dicked him over to become a champion, like absolutely screwed him, and they got paired up because it was rivals. They like Saucy. are supposed to hate each other. And this one of the most legendary moments. Like my my roommate cannot believe. Hey, what's up, Andrew? Um, uh, my like friend cannot believe that this happened. They go, they run the final together, which is like the big hard competition at the end. They run the final together, and they get the option of whoever did better in the final. Like as a team, you still like are trying to beat the other two teams, but whoever did better individually gets to decide to take the money or not, or to split it, and. All the, the two other teams, including a team where, like, the guy had his cousin on it, they both split. They both split the money. They're like, we couldn't be here without him. And then it goes, it's up to a man named Johnny Bananas, who is now a six-time champ after it. And he just goes, all right, TJ, I'm going to take the money and run. 275K in his pocket gives the girl nothing. And it it is heartbreaking. It's amazing. It's why I love the show. And yeah, like no joke, I I love the show 
because of moments like that. And it's so funny to see, like, through his eyes of, are you kidding? Like, this is insane. And he's like, I'm never watching the show again. Never watching the show again. And then I'm like, you sure about that? He's like, well, let's talk in, like, a couple days. We'll probably start up the next season. I'm like, let's go. But it's, it's awesome. I love the show. And then, obviously, the latest episode, uh, like, there's a season going on right now. Uh, I watched that. Um, and then, so that's my, like, Thursday morning, I watch the challenge from Wednesday night, because we do a show on Wednesday night, and then, obviously, watched, uh, watch a little show called Bridgerton, finish that off, uh, and then also watch WandaVision, and other than that, been on that How I Met Your Mother grind, been watching a lot of iCarly, now that that's on Netflix. Ooh. Yeah, I watched the How I Met Your Mother episode yesterday, actually. What episode? Uh, Girls vs. Suits. Classic. <clears throat> Top, top 10 episode, like easily yep. top 10 episodes. Yep. Se- season five of that show does not miss, like yep. end of story. That There is a stretch of like nine episodes from like Jenkins to Rabbit in the Duck. It is just like, oh yep. my goodness, this is the peak of the show forevermore. All right, where do you want to go? Do you want to go Wanda? Do you want to go Wanda and then close it out with Bridgerton? Let's, no, other way. Okay. Um, Sam Ross, you watched episode one of Bridgerton. Uh, what do you think? What did you think? I thought it was good popcorn Taco Bell TV, like, yep. which is what it is. It was, I, I actually leaned over to her and I said, I wouldn't be surprised if this got nominated for an Emmy for, you know, hair and costume design. Yeah. Because that is superb. That was probably my probably my favorite part of the show which is probably one of their main goals when in you know when it went into pr- production is make it look really really nice which it does it looks very good like i just said costumes hair you know uh just everything aesthetically about the people the locations the sets the you know it was very well done and so that that was probably what stood out to me as being the most most solid part yeah i i can't imagine watching that first scene uh, where uh, Anthony is just, like, screwing a girl on a tree with uh, your girlfriend's mom. That's got to be a little bit awkward. It was a bit. It was a bit. <laughs> um, other than that, so I'm just going to start getting into the full review, and uh, I'm also going to type spoilers. Uh, just it, uh, should we, let, I'll type spoilers in a minute. We'll go without spoilers, and then I'll put up a spoiler, like, tagline on, on the bottom. Um, Bridgerton. This show is perfect. Top Taco Bell, stupid. It's it's ten episodes in and out. It's actually only eight episodes. Like it's really fast. You're you're done quick. I I watched this entire show with a friend, and her she like had already seen it. She loved it, and uh, and she's like explained the plot, and she's like, I understand this isn't fine art. But damn, it's like a fun show. And I'm like, do you know right. me? That's my, like, that's 80% of what I watch is just I uh, stuff I just want to enjoy. Because at the end of the day, entertainment, right. I feel like it's supposed to be entertainment. Um, yes. And there, there is a space for artful things. Like, you were speaking about David Finch earlier. I'm like, yeah. Like, like this is, like, what he does. And uh, and seeing, like, the big boys go at it uh, with, like, Tarantino, Nolan, uh, Edgar Wright is one that... Obviously, I just was super into. And then you go, and on the other side of it, you have this total, like, fast and furious, like, like idiotic, uh, fun movies. And damn, it's a fun show. 
Um, the way that the plot goes and each week brings you in, uh, the definite like main focus, and you d- could tell the premise of the show early on, is we got to get this girl married. Um, and there's this duke, and let's rock and roll, basically. Um, I'm going to go and put up spoilers now, just 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 in case something slips out, you know? Um, yes. I'm calling it spoilers uh, forevermore. Um, uh, spoilers. All right. Um, but yeah, just right on, right below us. Let's make it big and proud. All right. Um, so yeah, now getting into spoilers. This show knows how to bring you in and like spoon feed you. Like it makes it so easy to watch it because even though there's like nine of these Bridgertons total and there's like five other houses, it is all about the relationship of the Duke and the girl. Uh, I totally forget what the girl's name is right now. I finished the show on Sunday. Daphne. Thank you. So Daphne and uh, the Duke are the entire show. And there is a moment in which finally one, I don't know. I, I told you this on the podcast before, but like, there was a duel, and I'm like, hell yeah, I need this in my life. Like, they, And that's about episode four, and they understand how to peak this show and like keep your interest enough, especially with a lot of the side like characters, because the Duke obviously has a best friend. He's a fighter, like a little boxer, and he's awesome. And then Daphne obviously has her entire friend group and such. You, uh, like, uh, you have your Bridgertons, you have the other house, and the way that the show works, it just moves so seamlessly so the rise of Daphne and the Duke oh we don't like each other we don't like each other but we're actually best friends and we're gonna have a duel because I uh they made out and you can't make out back then unless you're married and or be alone with a person unless you're married of the opposite sex you have to have an escort and so they end up making out and then they're like we have to get married they go to the queen they're just like and it's a moment where they're like hey we need to be married like immediately and the queen's basically like, no! And you're just like, what? And then the duke goes and steps up, and he goes and tells the queen the truth. Where he's just like, hey, we've been lying to everyone, saying that we were into each other, we just wanted her to get married, but by doing so, I fell in love with her, and she fell in love with me. And it's a moment where, like, he's like, everyone's like, is he lying, or is he just saying what the queen wants to hear? And surely enough, he's not lying. Then all of a sudden there's Daphne learning what sex is, what masturbation is. It's really, really funny because the mother of this family doesn't tell them anything. Her wedding night, she doesn't know what, if, whatever. And so the the best part of this entire show is so the Duke uh, can't have a kid due to the fact that his dad um, was an awful father. And he promised his dad on his deathbed, I will never have children. Your line dies with me. You will never have, like, my, the family name dies with me. And so the Duke, night one of being married, they're, they're going at it. They don't have contraceptives. So right before he uh, finishes what he was doing, he tucks and rolls and, like, flies off this girl. And it is the funniest thing ever. So, finally, they are realizing, oh, we love each other, we really love each other, uh, and 
at right around episode six, there's this scene called the wildest dream scene. I don't know if you know this, but I, I think I explained it on the show before. The music in the show is all yep. bangers from the past like five years, um, played in strings. Wildest Dreams by Taylor Swift. Everyone knows that song. Wildest Dreams. Oh, oh, oh. Like, it's a great song. Um, is being played on the strings. And these two are just screwing. It is 20 straight minutes, Sam Ross, of these two people in different locales just getting busy. And it is, like, it's like 10% uncomfortable 10% uncomfortable for a different reason, and then, like, 80% like, this is awesome. I, like, because it, the whole build-up is, man, you just want these two to be together. And, and in an honest, like, yeah, it's a Garbo TV show, but you actually do want them to be together. You do want them to fall in love. And then, surely enough, episode 7, she realizes, oh, my God, the reason he's doing the tuck and roll is because he can have kids. He just doesn't want to. And then it, it's one of those things that I'm like, just communicate. Just communicate. So when she realizes, hey, that this happened, I need to uh, go and uh, not allow him to tuck and roll, she goes, gets on top of him one night, and uh, tries to get pregnant, basically. Trying not to get TOS here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, and it's hell entertaining. You're like, what's going to happen? Is she pregnant? Stuff like that. Surely enough, it all ends happily ever after. But the way that this show works, there's enough storylines going along with this family where there's obviously so many kids and the second oldest might be gay and the oldest is supposed to be the head of the household but he wants to like screw around with people that he's not supposed to screw around with. Stuff like that and that's what the, you saw in that first episode. The different storylines allow you to go and actually have a legitimate like good show. Like it, 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 the pacing and everything is all right. And yes, it's not like fine art. This romance could, this romance could, I heard somebody go and be like, man, this is a modern day romance told back then. I'm like, a modern day romance, you are insane. This, their conflict summed up in five like sentences. It's like, hey, you don't know what, uh, uh this is what masturbation is. This is what sex is. I can't have kids because I made this promise, but I love you more than I love that promise. So, yeah, sure, we can have kids. This is all you want. Um, done. No more show. Like, like, we just banged out all the conflict in one conversation, but these people are ridiculous. And I'm like, so this obviously isn't great, grand, whatever, but it's a fun show and it's intriguing. And I, I even with spoilers up, I just wanted to discuss the main plot there is so much around this show that's not just the main plot of the Duke and Daphne that is so entertaining that although Duke and Daphne are the reason that the, the driving force of the show and they like go off to uh, where the Duke lives, like they don't live in London, um, and then they got, they got bring back due to some scandal with the Bridgertons, mm-hmm. I'm like, thank God, because I need these characters in London to care about the other characters, but with that, yeah. the other characters are intriguing enough, and I'm super excited to see where they go in a season two. With that being said, I hope that they understand that they need those two main characters in the show, or else it's just gonna not be great. Um, yep. I, I, going and I'm taking the spoilers down. 
Bridgerton as a whole, I would I would recommend. I would give it one thumbs up, not not two thumbs up. I would give it like a six out of ten. And if you know what you're getting into, well worth the watch. It is eight hours of pure entertainment. The the entertainment value is really great from a drama standpoint where like it's not like political intrigue like in a show like Succession or Game of Thrones that we've talked about a lot. But there is so much there and it is so stupid fun that yep. I would recommend this show if you want that. If you are like, man, I want a really good show, then check out something like WandaVision, which we will talk about in one moment, because guess what? Nick Evans has to go and rant about music for one minute. Sam! Yes, sir. I'm going to get that timer up. Get that timer up. Get that timer up. Ooh. Ooh. I wonder what I want to talk about today. All right. Let's see. We got one minute. Five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, 2020 and 2021 have been ruined due to one fact. The fact that we do not have concerts. See, the importance of concerts is so paramount in our world that we need live music uh we did a bracket about a week ago uh that went away we did a bracket about a week ago just keep it to yourself i don't need the timer up we did a bracket about a week ago dealing with super bowl performances and man the power of music is so real seeing paul mccartney perform hey do live in 2005 seeing lady gaga's bad romance in 2014 even watching back prince and michael jackson's performances and the way that they are able to captivate an audience this show is about entertainment, and that is such the purest form of entertainment. So, with that being said, this is a brief call to action to all five people that listen to this show. Once you can, get vaccinated. Once you can, and like, wait your damn turn. Old people need it first. <laughs> but once you can, get vaccinated. Once you can, do the right thing. Every single day, wear that mask outside. Do your job. Try to keep that group real tight. Listen to your guidelines. Listen to your public officials. Because, man, I miss live music more than I miss anything else with this entire uh, pandemic. I, I, Other than that, just please do the right thing. And that's my rant about music for this week. I, I miss it too much. And I know that y'all miss it. And we just want live music as much as you guys do. So uh, go and uh, yes, be sir. smart. All right. That's my rant for the week. That's, that's what I had to get off my chest for this week. Very good. Yeah. Any, any comments on that? I agree. I agree. And for me, I'll transition that to I better be able to go to the freaking Ohio Stadium next year and watch Ohio State play or else there are going to be issues. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I like like next year, I want to go up to Penn State to go and see Auburn Penn State. That would suck if that can't happen. And next year, yeah. MCR, My Cup Romance come back for the first time in 10 years they are playing an hour away for like 120 bucks in a music festival like so we're gonna have another 15 artists there but like this is the cheapest ticket you're gonna excuse me get to be in a pit to go and see one of my all-time favorite bands i want to see that that's gonna happen in september as of right now they'll probably push it to november um at the latest but, man, like, it's so simple right now. This is, like, we're... We're, like, doing the right stuff. It's just enough people need to keep buying into it. Yeah. To work. Like, it, we're doing... We're making good progress. 
But if everybody could just get behind it and like if the government could just, you know, yeah, I don't want to get political, but just, you know, finish the job kind of yeah. like we would be pretty close to being back to normal. Yeah. And also get freaking vaccinated. If I have to be on another phone call with someone or have a conversation with someone with like, yeah, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to get vaccinated. No, piss off. You, you are you're not. It's not even about you anymore. This whole thing has never been about one person. This is a bigger than one person sort of deal. And you got to just go and look at that as, hey, this is a team sport. We're not getting the ball to the end zone by ourselves. You got to go and do this together. All right. Let's talk about WandaVision. WandaVision, WandaVision. Dude, uh, should I put spoilers back up? or Let's go spoiler free for like five minutes. Spoiler free for five minutes. Uh, What do you think about episode seven? Just like broad terms. Spoiler three. I thought it's it's started. It's starting to unravel, and we're starting to get some plot points and details that we knew. If you pay, you know, if you pay attention to comic information, and you know, you knew who's going to be who. But we finally got some reveals about that. Put it put in stone, which which was gratifying. Yeah, I really enjoyed episode seven. I thought that it was everything that you could want from a second to last episode or uh third to last episode the the eve of christmas eve basically when it comes yes. to this show um i'm so excited to see what happens next uh there is i feel like with every new answer we get we get two more questions and it is so much fun i came out of my room today and it was like 12 o'clock ish and my roommate was watching it, uh, episode seven, and I just was like, I'm gonna sit down and rewatch it, not only for this yep. show's purpose, but like there I love catching on things. I love seeing how the show progresses. And it's awesome. I freaking love this show. And the coolest thing, I get a text from my mom uh yesterday. She goes, Hey, have you do you watch WandaVision? I'm like, Yes. <laughs> and she's like, Uh, do you think dad and I should watch it? I'm like I think Dad, due to the fact that he watched all the MCU this past year, I think he would love it. Um, I think my father would love it. And then I'm like, I think my mother would enjoy it just for the stupid stuff and the hooks in the first episode. And I, I just can imagine, though, my parents sitting down, it's date night, and having my dad have to go and be like, so this is Scarlet Witch, she has these powers, this is Vision. And, like, I, that would make my life. That would be so cool if my dad was you, able you, to yeah. do that. I would mean you you did your job like you know you yeah. you, you you did the right thing exactly um hopefully. die happy man exactly that that was as the kids say the end game of this entire thing was to go and get my dad yeah to go and like not like push my mom into the mcu i don't think my mom my mom's never been a star wars harry potter like she will never enjoy the nerdy stuff but i think that she could enjoy this show for the fact that there is so many moments, and uh, we'll, we'll get the spoilers up in a moment, just running through this episode a little bit before we go and uh, really just fully dive in. Um, that, like, there's so many quick laughs. There's so many small things. Um, and I'll, uh, spoilers are going up in five seconds if you're listening to audio. Uh, the, we're going to go spoilers for the rest of the episode, so uh, follow and like us on Spotify and all that stuff. But uh, spoilers are going up, and 
now just getting into it, like, the moments where Vision is, like, sitting and getting interviewed, and he's like, wait, screw this, like, small stuff like that is funny enough, and the modern family theme of this episode, where I'm like, uh, if they didn't go modern family, I would be shocked for the 2000s episode, this is, like, the most family-oriented show of our time, um, love- Wait, are you saying that this one was modern family? Yeah. This this episode that was, was the Office. No, it wasn't Modern the Family. Office. No, the theme song was most yeah, definitely the, the, the theme Office. song was theme song was absolutely Modern Family is, is was definitely Modern Family. Oh, uh, right, right. the Modern Family uh, that was the thing that I had to go and uh, let a friend know. It's Modern Family. You were you get the interview process like The Office, very similar. But the style of those interviews with the uh, quick zoom yeah. was not office shot. Uh, office normally has the camera straight up and hardly ever zooms in. The Modern Family, that is like their like trademark thing of the zoom in what, during the interview process and sitting them down, stuff like that. Um, and the show moving around that interview process. Like, how many interviews are in the office in an in, in office episode? Two, three at most. Yeah. Most of the time it's Michael Scott doing what he's doing. Modern Family is like 15. So I, I think it was more Modern Family can And by the way, I don't like Modern Family. I, I just know I've seen like three episodes. I, I know what they yeah. do. Um, But that could, let, let's just start off with the theme. What a banger of a theme. Yeah. Dude. Either way, yeah. Yeah. Ways. It's... Le- like, what what a because that that is the the, the bass uh, not the bass the like uh bass drum in the background the boom 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 it, it was very office akin of the do 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 like what a fun freaking theme kicking it off strong we have Wanda officially losing her mind and uh, the comedy in this episode I felt like was some of the best we got the entire time but then the reveals absolutely the reveals yep. we had two giant ones huge. We have uh, Rambo as Photon officially, and the best is like the come at me moment where she goes and throws her down, and then she goes and like goes super for a moment. Dude. Uh, And then it was Agatha all along. What a banger of a song closing out the episode. What song was good. What did, where do you think we go from here? I think, well, this is probably the avenue for Doctor Strange, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I would think. And then um, I'm still praying for for some kind of in, in, you know, intro to Fantastic Four, like something, like a little crumb at, at the least, I, um, hopefully. And, uh, sorry, I'm sticking with the statement that we are ending this show with the word mutants. No matter what, but like talk about the questions we now have due to what just happened. Who the hell is Pietro? Like, yeah, it's Agatha, but like, how yeah. did, did Agatha create him? Did she bring him in through one of those like crazy doors that were all around this like dungeon, sex dungeon of a place? Like, what what is happening? Where are the kids? What what is gonna happen with Vision? I feel like these next two episodes are way. I'm nervous. This is the first time with this show I've been really nervous because I don't know how we get from point A to point B in enough time. And I honestly, with this show, I don't want a season two. I want this to be a one moment, 
great, great show where we're laughing, we're having a good time. And I don't think they're. I don't think that they would do a season two. I don't. I don't believe. Yeah. And so yeah, that means though we have so many freaking questions to wrap up. I'm. I just really hope they nail it. And Marvel's never, like. Marvel's never done me dirty. They've they they released things recently enough where I'm like this isn't Marvel like A S tier, but like things like Captain Marvel wasn't wasn't like a fan favorite for mine. But man, oh my god, what a show! What a world we live in <laughs> in the MCU age. But uh, yeah, what what do you think? So you're you're thinking Fantastic Four, or is that just your hope? Mm-hmm. That's my hope. Okay, but I agree. I think obviously obviously it's gonna be more in line with x-men and mutants and everything but i don't know i'm just hoping that's what i'm hoping for my man dude i hope so i hope we just mainly i just want there to not be too many questions at the end of the show yeah i want a deep breath oh we finished we're done it's over because if that's where we're heading with these shows, I don't know how many rides I can take on the MCU train in one year. Because we have something coming out each week for the rest of the yeah. year. Yep. E- even on the off weeks, we have the making of shows. And so we'll get the whole yep. making of WandaVision the week after. Which is going to be cool. Yeah. Uh, like, can you? I want to see what Paul Benny and Elizabeth Olsen have to be like. This is what we had to deal with on the production side during COVID, but also I want to hear them be like, yeah, week by week is killer for us. Like imagine like the spoilers that are in this show are insane. So I just don't know. to clarify, uh, WandaVision, Captain America and Loki are all happening at the same time in the timeline, right? I, no. Captain Winter Soldier, yes, immediately after. Loki is 2008's Loki, is uh, the Avengers right, right, Loki. Right. So I'm super intrigued on what the hell is going to happen there. I think that Loki is going to be the most true one-off that we get, where it does not affect yeah. the overall MCU. Um, My question is where, sure, it was Agatha all along, what the hell I'm trying to figure out the best way to ask this question is Wanda the villain I don't think so I I I don't either but I'm sort of like not disappointed I'm I'm just like where where are we going with this and is Agatha mm-hmm. the big villain and no I don't think so I don't either I think she's a stepping stone Exactly. Um, but if that's the case, like, where do we go? Like, we have so much to do in so little time. And unlike Captain America Winter Soldier, or not Captain America Winter Soldier, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, where we know Zemo, the guy from Civil War, is going to be the yeah. villain. We don't know also, the uh, step up that's here. That's the same dude from uh, Inglorious Bastards, right? Yep. Yeah. And he's awesome. Uh, what's his? Yeah. Good, good, good actor. Yeah, they, they, one of my one of the best MCU villains of all time because he succeeded. Yeah. Uh, like he yeah. he succeeded in breaking up the Avengers. Um, yep. I'm I'm hella intrigued on where we go from here. 
I really do not know where we go from here. Um, and I really, if here's what I want. If I had my brothers, this, this is what I would want this show to end up being. I want Paul Bettany in the MCU, that, first and foremost. That's it. I want... Figure it out. Yeah. It, like, if he is the catalyst of this show, I will be disappointed. He is so good in this role. I yeah. never thought that this D-tier MCU guy, and not even, like, in the grand scheme of things, of, like, oh, you have your Captain America's and Iron Man's. In the MCU itself, Vision was, like, oh, yeah, like... Like, it's Scarlet Witch is, like, still, like, lower tier, and then Vision's, like, below that tier due to the fact that Vision is, oh, Scarlet Witch is, like, Boothang, you know? Like, but now here we are. Paul Bettany's phenomenal. I care so yep. much about him. I want him to be part of this. I want the next Avengers movie with him. Um, whatever it takes, honestly. And then, if, as long as that happens, really don't care how it ends up. I... I like this episode so much because I don't care about Pietro right now. And I felt like a week ago that was the biggest question on the planet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really just want I want more. I love this show being week to week. If it wasn't week yep. to week, I, I think if it wasn't week to week, this show would not only be a lot worse, but I this is... The most I feel like we as a society have talked about a show in a long time. It's like yeah. The Last Dance last year where everybody yeah. was, shut up, we're, we're talking about this thing. And it's the MC mother effing you. Like, it's the big dog itself. Yeah. So, I love this show and I can't wait for more. Uh, what, what do you got for me, Sam? Where, where is your head at? I'm with you. What what the most exciting part about this and is how they're starting to set up phase four is I mean obviously it's a reboot. Like we have to recalibrate ourselves to not be expecting our core characters that we've been leaning on for the majority of the last, you know, twelve, thirteen, fourteen years. Yeah. Or whatever. However you know, however long you wanna say. Um you know, and the fact how passionate you just were about wanting Vision to be a core piece, they're they're succeeding. They're succeeding in, in replacing the roles and the the group, you know, that we have that we've lost after Endgame kind of. You we've only really lost, you know, Tony and Captain America. The two biggest but, guys like, though. <laughs> they're, they're one and two. Like there there's gonna be a big void to fill. I think they're doing a good job of starting that process and getting people to be receptive to to it. Yeah, and, and here we are with Out Black Widow too. Like, there's so and much go, going on. Um, I I'm really excited for Haley Seinfeld stepping in on the Hawkeye show. Love her, love her chops. She's like a, one of those actresses nowadays that I'm like, oh, she's in something that makes me really want to watch it. Um. I I'm excited to see Jeremy Renner reprise his role. I'm really excited, but like my biggest issue is some of the movies that like are the big next ones are Captain Marvel and the new Black Panther flick. The only way I'm in on a new Black Panther flick is if Michael B. Jordan comes back. Yep, and that's it, it. That's that's 
if that doesn't happen, I'm upset. And, like, I don't care about that movie. I'm sorry. Like, Black Panther for me was already, like, uh, a B-tier Marvel movie, in my opinion. And then you go and throw in the fact that they might not be, like, uh, able to bring back my favorite part of the original, which was Michael B., and you don't have, obviously, Chadwick. It's it's sad. But, like, these shows give me such hope for where we're going. Like, can you imagine the next five years of these shows and of these different ideas in these small one-off shows? I'm stoked. I'm all in. I, I, I totally agree. Yeah. All right. Want to close it up? Sounds good, man. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like we've kind of hit everything. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been your casual entertainment conversation, the weekly show where myself and the movie man Ross himself go and talk about entertainment casually. If you like that, go over to Spotify, follow that page, go to the YouTube at the Nevins Island page, watch the video live on Saturdays at 2 uh, Central Time, 3 Eastern Time, uh, noon West Coast Time, whatever that time is. Overall, we love this show. We love doing this show for you guys. Thank you so much. We will return next week with WandaVision Episode 8 review and a lot, a lot more. I'll take the spoilers down. A lot more. Thank you guys so much. Um, If you're watching this live, which it looks like a couple people are, I'll be back in about 30 minutes uh, streaming some Uncharted Lost Legacy. Will, I uh, have... The brother Evans on? We'll see. We might get uh we might get the brother Evans on going and closing out that game. Uh will Brady Goodall also be on that stream? We'll see. Man. Uh right now uh they're they're together, so I'm trying to convince them to go and uh hop on Discord, watch the stream and uh play around there. Thank you guys so much. We absolutely adore you. Have a good day.